Welcome everyone, this is going to be an awful video quality for the people in YouTube, but this is all I got. It's uh, Wednesday at 1.49am, I've been incredibly crazy busy, lots of stuff going on, but anyway, the main reason I want to make this video is because I committed that regardless what happens, I am going to be posting one video a day, even though this video will not be posted until Thursday, Friday, Friday, Thursday, I don't know, Thursday, I believe, I still want to post, I still want to post it, so a few minutes ago, I contacted my carpet guy, who will be finishing one of the rentals homes on Thursday. I already have the tenant. He already signed. They already signed the lease. We're gonna go section eight, uh, 125th, which is the other home. Also, is ready to go. I started as a loan officer, so I am doing my continuous education to get my license. My license is back, so life is good. Now, the reason I wanted the video that I wanted to make today was about how tough it can get when you start a business. You see, how can I say this? A lot of people look at a real estate investor, this suave person that has tons of rentals and makes tons of money every month. And you don't have to work for a living anymore. You don't have to go work for a full-time job anymore because, because life is great. But what they don't see is what happens when a rehab costs too much. What happens when you spend way too much money that you had allocated to rehab the home? What happens when the permits don't go through and you have to wait for the city because it's COVID time and there's nothing you can do? I mean, just literally has the home has to sit there consuming power, gas, water while you're trying to finish the project. I guess what I'm trying to say is any business that you start it's incredibly difficult. I don't know if that's your case. If you're watching this and you have your own business and you're going through struggles, please let me know. Can you put it in the comment section? I really would like to know more about your specific situation. The main reason I'm making this video is so that you realize that you're not alone, that you have friends that have gone through what you're going through. And the reality is that there's not too many people that understand those things. Um, you know, one of the first businesses I have, I was, how old I was? I was eight, nine, I believe. Do you guys remember the Atari, the Nintendo, the first Nintendo? The, uh, you know, the Mario Bros and uh, <laughs> Tetris. Um, me and my friends. So I got a Nintendo for Christmas. I got an Atari and a Super Nintendo. That's what it was. It was Super Nintendo for Christmas. And one of my friends, he had this big, huge home. At least that's the memories, right? That you create as a, as a child. And we thought, wait, hold on. What we're going to do is in your garage, we're going to bring my Super Nintendo. I'm going to bring the TV from home. We're going to bring your TVs. Uh, my friend, I also have the Atari and I have the Nintendo. I'm going to bring all the games. We're going to open the garage and we're going to let kids come inside. And we're gonna have we had a little uh, like paper where we would write down the name and the time so if you wanted to play one hour then okay it's five dollars for example so we would uh, become like an arcade 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 whatever you call it arcade 
and you know people would come in and play you know and it was fun at the beginning because we had how many kids we had at the beginning i think we had like five ten kids but you know on friday nights and on saturdays oh my goodness there were literally there was literally a line of kids waiting outside the garage to be able to come in so when we would open the garage people would start already like storming inside picking up the chair picking up the the video console to be able to start playing that was probably the first time that i realized wow this is not that fun <laughs> you know like i have to be here all freaking day and they keep asking like when are you guys going to open i remember that we opened early that day on a saturday we opened like around 10 anyway you know then that was the first time that we came to the realization that we have to pay for power for uh, electricity because the tv was consuming a lot of a lot of power so we set some money aside uh, to be able to pay those expenses i'm gonna say during one weekend we made um i mean it was a while ago but i'm gonna say that we made around like 500 dollars and you can understand this was i don't know this was a couple decades ago even more than that yeah more than that take two decades and a half <laughs> and when we collected all the money and we put money aside for my friend so he can pay the electricity bill and a little bit money for her parents uh, for his parents and then a little money for him his paycheck my paycheck and my friend paycheck because we were like three partners we split the money between three people right that was the first time i got paid ever and i thought it, it was you still remember it was like around 7 30 at night there was a little tiny little uh car uh, in the street right ne- right next to this park because my friend's home was across the street um in, right in front of this park so there was this little car that they will sell hamburgers and yeah hamburgers that's all it was believe it or not you might not believe me here but i think that that was the first time i try my first hamburger and they sell ice cream too so anyway i crossed the street i went to the guy in his little car and i asked him hey i would like to have please may i have a hamburger and an ice cream it was a little tiny little ice cream like this like this size you know that you eat with a tiny little spoon and the guy said, like, okay, it's going to be $10. So I remember grabbing, like, a $100 bill and giving the $100 bill to him. Be like, there we go. Because I didn't have any change, you know. Uh, I, I don't know why the freaking jerks of my friends, they just gave me high bills. That was the first time that I purchased something with the money of my own work. And it felt so good. That was probably the best hamburger I've eaten my whole life. And the best ice cream, oh, the ice cream was absolutely incredible. A few weeks later, uh, when we opened the garage for kids to come in, there was uh, like a big fight. People were arguing, they were throwing chairs. I think like a TV broke. I, I don't remember. It was so long ago. So that was the end of our business venture. You know, so we all split our profits and that was, that was the end of that. Like those kind of businesses, I've had several what i mean several is like so many that i cannot even count them (laughs) that many and what i've learned from it was that 
there is never really a failure. Like you don't fail in life. You only learn. However, if you are not willing to learn from your business mistakes, then you have failed. Which is kind of like a contradiction, I guess. So if you have your business and you're struggling, I would, instead of focusing on the things that you did wrong in the past and the things that you could have done better, I would focus on finding the, the courage that it takes to do the things in the right way, to flip things around, to, you know, get things in gear and get the business going. That's at the end all you can do. I mean, you cannot really fix the past. You can only fix the future. You can fix the present to be more specific, which that changes the future. I read in a book. Oh, wait, a couple things. So first of all, I was reading The, the Tipping Point. Uh, I was reading this new book. And in the book, it said something very interesting. My mentor actually told me this, but the book kind of opened up my mind. The book said, how many friends do you have? And of course, I'm not going to go over, you know, you need to meet a lot of people. The more people you know, the more network and that kind of stuff. But the book gave an example of someone who he knew a lot of people. Now, what the book is, was descri is describing is that you don't necessarily have to have this huge connection with everybody you know. As a matter of a fact, when you have a lot of acquaintances those acquaintances are the main reason of your success. If you think about it, your best friends, your best buddies, those are people that you actually hang out with. You know everything about their lives. They know everything about your life. So there's nothing really new for you to try to learn, to venture. However, your acquaintances, you don't hang out with them normally. You don't know their life. You don't know what they do. So, the better people you hang out with you know the sentence people say well you know the better um, the better your uh, how can I say this um, if you hang out with successful people you will be successful I'm gonna add something to that if you if you hang out with people and you're honest you're nice to them you truly care about them, you truly care about their life, even if you don't become best friends, you will find opportunities where you don't see any, if that makes any sense. I don't know if I'm, I'm making sense here, but anyway, so that's what I learned from the book. So get out there, find opportunity, meet new people, meet more people and talk to them. You don't have to become best friends. But you just gotta meet them. You just gotta talk to them. You just gotta find an opportunity anywhere, everywhere. <laughs> I hope this helps. Thank you everybody for watching and I hope you guys have a good night. See ya. Bye.